Welcome to the Life in Deep Ellum podcast, exploring the sacred in art, faith, and community. Jesus always believed that there was enough. Because Jesus was and is God incarnated, Jesus never doubted that there would be enough. And one of the stories that shows that, that I want us to dig into uh, for a few minutes at least, is the story of the fishes and the loaves. Have y'all heard that story? Has anyone heard it? Um, Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Uh, As we've been talking about gathering, though, I've been looking for these moments in Scripture that show us about how does God call us to gather? What does it mean to gather together? Um, And whether we're coming to the communion table or we're walking in the cornfield on the Sabbath, uh, there are these different moments that capture gathering and what nourishes us, what feeds us when we gather together. So, Jesus was with his disciples, and today we're in the Gospel of John. We're in chapter 6. If you want to Google or or bring your own Bible out, uh, we're in chapter 6, verse 4. So, basically what happened is that Jesus was with his disciples, and it was the Passover, the festival of the Jews, and we'll talk about what that means in just a minute. Um, But... It says, when he looked up, he saw a large crowd coming towards him. So he went up to, he went up a mountain and he sees this crowd coming to him. Now it's kind of strange that why would they come up a mountain, but we're going to talk about what mountains might symbolize here. But basically they, there was this huge group of people and Jesus says, how are we going to feed them? There's a need. And so he says to Philip, he says, where are we going to buy bread for these people to eat? Verse 6 says, he said this to test him, for he knew himself what he was going to do. But he, he's, he's out here saying, okay, where are we going to buy bread? There's all these people. How, are, how is it going to happen? So it's a little bit of a test, Right? But he's starting to ask them, where is this food going to come from? So Philip answers him and says this, six months wages would not buy enough bread for each person to have just a little. Like he, Philip is like, I don't know how this is going to happen. There's all these people and even if we worked for six months, we're not going to have enough to feed them. So then another disciple, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, says to him, well, there is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. Five barley loaves and two fish for thousands of people. So then Jesus says, make the people sit down. Now there was a great deal of grass in the place, so they sat down, about 5,000 in all. 
Then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, so also the fish, as much as they wanted. Jesus never doubts if there's going to be enough for everybody. He has never doubted that. And a lot of times this story is either preached in two ways. It's either this miraculous, amazing, amazing act of power of Jesus. And we get really just amazed by the miraculous magic of it. Or it's just a metaphor for how if everybody shows up and everybody does their part, somehow the fishes and the loaves will multiply and, and there will be enough for everybody. It's just, just a metaphor. There's no real miraculous power to it. Okay, but what if the truth is actually somewhere in between? What if it really is a miraculous story that also shows us about the abundance of God? And how with God... There is always enough. Where are we to buy bread? Six months is not enough for each of them to get a little. That's a scarcity mindset. Which Jesus didn't have, remember? But so many around him did, and so many of us still can fall into a scarcity mindset. We start to think that there won't be enough, that there isn't an abundant supply of resources. Our world tells us that there's not enough. It tells us that each of us are not enough as individuals. We need to be prettier and smarter and thinner and we need to buy more things. We need to have bigger houses. We need to have more friends than we have now. We need different lives than we are living now because individually we're not enough. And that belief in scarcity is what makes more money, right? That scarcity mindset. The world makes a profit on that. So it is a countercultural belief to trust Jesus when he says that there is enough. In Jesus, there is enough because he is the transforming factor in the equation of this miracle. And this boy here, this boy that has five barley loaves and two fish, he's part of that story. What he has to bring, even though it seems like a small amount, in Christ feeds the multitude. And here's another really important thing. These people are not just fed to have their biological need, their hunger to go away. It's not the bare minimum. Jesus says, feed them as much as they want until they are satisfied. Because that's what nourishment in Christ looks like. It's not the bare minimum. 
It's not just enough to make your tummy not rumble anymore. It is abundant nourishment. It is full satisfaction. In Christ, we are satisfied. This is such a countercultural message, y'all, that there is an abundance, right? And maybe I hear you saying, I don't know, Jenna, there's not an abundance in my life. I'm trying to crunch the numbers and I'm trying to, I see so much pain. I see all the things that are not flowing with abundance. But what if you trusted in that abundance anyways? What if you had just a mustard seed of faith Because God says that's all you need. Do you know how small a mustard seed is? It is so, so tiny. But in Christ, that's all you need to feed the multitude, to feed the world, to feed every human with a deep nourishment, a deep soul food that comes in Christ. Miracle stories aren't just party tricks that Jesus had so he could show off his power. I mean, they're pretty, if they, if they were party tricks, yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, couple loaves, barley loaves, you know, uh, water turns into wine, multiplied for thousands. But we really cheapen the miraculous love of God if we just say that these were just fancy party tricks to show off how cool Jesus was and how powerful he was. And then we get distracted trying to defend the true miraculousness of these, of these party tricks, right? Because if that's what's really important is, is, is the, the defying of rationale We get kind of stuck in defending that this really happened. And yes, I believe it really did happen. But what if the most miraculous part wasn't just the magic trick? Maybe the wild multiplication of food isn't the most miraculous part of this story. What if the bigger miracle is that Jesus believed that through God, limitless abundance was possible. That's pretty miraculous. The belief that maybe there could be enough. Scarcity will always say that there is never enough. Even when there's a few loaves of bread, scarcity will say, no way in hell are we going to be able to feed that many people with this. And you know, you know the voice of scarcity. You know when it rises up in you, the voice of reason, as we might call it sometimes, the voice of being realistic. But what if the realistic thing, what if the realist thing is to trust that God can do a new thing? that God can provide enough for everybody. That's pretty miraculous. 
scarcity mindset will have you working harder to, to have less resources. That's what scarcity does. Scarcity will have you running faster and still moving backwards. Scarcity will have you earning more power and feeling less powerful. Scarcity will have you storing up security blankets and feeling far from secure. You'll have emergency funds, but you'll always be in an emergency. You'll have your retirement, but you won't feel at peace to retire. Scarcity will have you backing up your hard drive and then you still lose all your information. Because with scarcity mindset, there really will never be enough. The glass will always be half empty. Or we have the chance, dear friends, to practice a different way. We can be like Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, and say, well, there is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. What if we had the faith like that to say to, to Jesus, to say, well, there is, there is a boy here that has five barley loaves and two fish. Think about the faith that it takes to even say that. He didn't know that the miracle was gonna happen, but he trusted that maybe Here's the miraculous faith. Here's the miracle. The miracle even starts with Andrew. That's when the miracle begins because he has the audacity to believe that maybe what looks like a crisis isn't unsolvable. Gosh, what a miracle that is to have that kind of faith and to speak up with the resources that are there and trust that when Jesus is added into the mix, oh, you'll always have something even more abundant than was there before. I think about where we are right now, life in Deep Ellum. I think about we're in this season of reforming and we're trying to figure out how do we steward our resources well? And almost... Every week, Carrie and I sit down and we look at all the covenant partners and all the volunteer needs, and we notice that most of the covenant partners are already volunteering. And so it starts to really be tempting to get in that scarcity mindset. I'm tempted almost every week with, oh, there's not enough. There's not enough. We need more kids volunteers. We need youth volunteers. We need new personnel on our staff. But, but there, is there enough? I could very easily live and lead this place from a place of scarcity. It would be very easy because of how much has changed in the last few years around here. This place does look different in some visual ways, some visual benchmarks. Our youth have taken attendance back there and attendance looks a little different now than it did a couple years ago. But I think about the kind of thing that Mallory said. 
how she feels like she can be authentic here now in this new season and that she has hope for the future. There is a boy that has five barley loaves. I look out and I see, I see the resources that God is so excited to use in a new way. And I see what could happen if we adopted the same mindset, if we had faith to trust that through Christ, what looks like a small amount of measly resources could in fact turn into something miraculous. That maybe our little mustard seeds, our small loaves of barley could multiply with the love of Christ. And that then there will be an overflowing. Because this is the coolest part of the story. There were leftovers, y'all. There were leftovers. Jesus says, then he took the loaves and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, gather up the fragments left over so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and from the fragments of the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled 12 baskets. Because in God, we can have leftovers if we fully trust that there might be enough there will be more than enough. There will be more than enough. This invitation to live abundantly, it goes to each of you. And so notice where the voice of scarcity comes up. And then notice what it might be like to shift just an inch. That's all I'm asking for. A centimeter closer into a life of abundance. A life of trusting that we have what it takes. That we are enough. that God will use exactly what we have here and multiply it. Because apart from Christ, we'll just be spinning our wheels and complaining about what we lack. The budget will never look good enough. There will never be enough volunteers. There will never be enough new people. But in Christ, we have enough. Thanks be to God, in Christ, we become whole. In Christ, we have what we need to be satisfied. In Christ, we are multiplied into miracles. In Christ, we can feed people who are hungry. 
In Christ, we are fed. Our hunger is fed. In Christ, we become the miracles. We become the examples of statistics that we've defied with our miraculous stories. We get to say, you know, this should have broken me, but here I am still. This marriage should have been over, but here it is thriving. This little church has changed in a lot of ways. It doesn't look the same. But here it is entering a new era of abundance. Graves become gardens. Because in Christ, what looks like a small, measly amount is exactly enough to do the will of God. It's exactly enough. We will rejoice in a simple gospel that says that Christ makes us full. Christ feeds us till we are satisfied and in Christ there will always be enough. So now it's time for us to do a miracle. And it may not be as impressive as, you know, magical loaves to feed 5,000 people, but it will be just as miraculous. Because each of you are going to start to practice this abundant faith. You're going to start believing that something's possible here at Life in Debellum. And you're going to start to get involved in making that happen. Because here's the thing, you have a very important part to play here. There is enough, dear people. There is enough. Thanks be to God.